Chaser is brought to you by Coffee, just like cocaine, but brown. Coffee. It's a Sydney afternoon. You're knocking off from work, picking up the kids, or making up job interviews to put on your doll diary. But you know the mood, and the mood is Radio Chaser. You switch on and suddenly discover you're much, much, much better at sex. All thanks to Radio Chaser. Welcome to the show. Andrew Hansen's ready to go. Charles Firth is fired up. My name is Dom Knight. So much news around today. George Pell back behind bars and of equal significance. Spider-Man out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Huge news. Plus, the greatest comedy sketch ever written in the history of radio. I'm going to call it. I very much doubt that. But the other man who's in deep, deep trouble is Alan Jones... Uh, 20 advertisers have now pulled out of advertising on his radio show. He's in absolute uh, trouble, really. And it's all over, you know, just two or 300 things that he said over the years um, <laughs> that are a little bit violent towards women oh. and a bit racist and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, an isolated incident and mm. then another isolated incident yeah. and then another isolated incident. Quite a few of them. Just 342 isolated incidents. But That's I'll tell you what, 2GB have really lent in to this crisis, I think. I mean, check out their latest ad. Attention advertisers. Are you sick of your business being associated with happy and respectful personalities? Yes, if only I could associate my brand with a grumpy racist woman hater. You can on the Alan Jones Breakfast Show. I just wonder whether Scott Morrison's going to be fully briefed to shove a sock down a throat. He's got it all. Racism. The d- in the woodpile here, if one can use that expression. Climate change denial. Now, as you know, I don't believe all this global warming and climate change nonsense. And violence against women. You put your head in a noose. Lots of violence against women. Jacinda Ardern is challenging Scott Morrison. Morrison over climate change. Now, I hope Scott Morrison gets tough here with a few backhands. Put her in the same chaff bag as Julia Gillard and throw them both out to sea. Got a cleaning company? Let Alan Jones take care of your paid editorial. Oh, there's f***ing dust in this studio. This is f***ing ridiculous. The Alan Jones Breakfast Show. Absolutely ridiculous. I've got to catch a plane at 10 o'clock to raise f***ing money for charity. Advertise now before all the boycotters come back in a few weeks once everything's died down. Jesus, I hope someone understands how f***ing irritated I am by this. Radio Chaser. It's just ridiculous. Triple M. Radio Chaser with you, Charles, Andrew and Dom. And Charles, we were just talking about all the advertiser cancellations that Jones has had and the pressure he's under over there at 2GB. It's a bit of a crisis for him. But look, Jonesy, to his credit, he fronted up to Nine News yesterday and told them that he really wasn't worried at all. I've got no comment about the advertisers. They can make their own judgment. But uh, they go. There'll be others will take their place. Yeah, others will take their place, says Jones. And, you know, he's absolutely right about this, Mm. Jones. I listened to... The Alan Jones Breakfast Show this morning. Oh. He's got a whole lot of new sponsors. I can't speak highly enough of my wonderful team at Watson's Spy of Lawyers. They help you claim you're the victim even when something is your own fault. When you did it but don't like the consequences, call Watson's Spy and tell them Alan sent you. The Alan Jones Breakfast Show is sponsored by Mr. Chaffee Chaff Bags. If you're dumping a chaff bag full of women out to sea, make it a Mr. Chaffee. 
Just a word about our good friends at Ambrosio Gentlemen's Footwear. Their socks are so good, I wouldn't shove anything else down a female Prime Minister's throat. Yes. So the new advertisers are just absolutely mm. flooding in. He must be so proud. It's really top-tier advertisers, isn't it? Absolutely. It has. The He's very got a best. Whole... Suite of wonderful products uh, flocking to him. I mean, isn't that great news? Although I, I did notice, Tommy, it was interesting. Jones was also, of course, looking for high-profile celebrity endorsements mm. for for the radio station, as you do. He had a little bit of trouble finding a famous person who was willing to associate themselves with him. But in the end, uh, he did actually manage to find one person who was keen to sign on. The Owen Jones Breakfast Show is personally sponsored by B, Cardinal George Pell. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Now, look, it's time to, to talk UFC, one of the world's biggest sporting events, the ultimate fighting championship. It's actually coming to Melbourne in October. It's on sale now, really, really big. And uh, Whitaker versus Adesanya. It's mm. going to be massive. But it's interesting when you look into UFC a little bit, and I've watched a few of these things over the years, mm. it's amazing how often... Uh, actually, the decisive move. It's not a choke hold or anything like that. It's oh, not yeah. going to ground and just pounding someone into the, into, into the, um, into yeah, the mat. Because there's no rules, are there? Oh, there's some rules, but not many. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty full on. It's actually a fart, in all honesty. It's actually Sorry. a thing. Occasionally, a UFC fighter will just get down low over their opponent and just absolutely let one rip. They it's, do not. I look this up. I look it up yourself. <laughs> it's happened in about four or five different... Um, <laughs> different bouts over the years. <laughs> Wouldn't it be purpose? amazing if a full house at Marvel Stadium got to marvel at that happening? And you know what? I reckon <laughs> UFC itself is actually really getting on board with this idea for the sport. Get ready for the greatest combat sport ever. UFC. The Ultimate Farting Championship. Up next, UFC 249, starring Pierre the Flatulent Frenchman, La Bouffe. And LaBeouf immediately unleashes a devastating diarrhea-scented stink baguette. That was wetter than the river Seine. And check out that scent of fromage. Versus the defending champ, Tex Poison Pants McGraw. McGraw is sitting directly on his opponent's face. And I know, he's released his trademark three-bean breakfast burrito. Directly into the lungs, and he's out for the count. The medical staff are rushing in and swiftly rushing away again. Now that's why Texas butt bazooka is the best in the business. Colossal colonic conflict live from the Octopod on the ultimate farting championship. Wow, that was so inspiring, I let one off myself. Right there with you, pal. Coming soon to Paper Poo. This is Radio Chaser on Sydney's 104.9 Triple M. Okay, sorry, we're going to have to just stop the show now. Um that last sketch, the what was it? Ultimate farting championships. That is the worst sketch we have ever broadcast on. You wrote that. I I, I did, and mm. I got to say, Charles, look, we had the honour earlier this week of being nominated for an award, actually, for a sketch we did earlier in the year. I yeah. think with that sketch we just broadcast, <laughs> the farting championship, I reckon it's sewn up for next year. When you first sent that sketch through, I actually said I would walk out of this room, and then when we played it this afternoon, I almost left the show. And yet, like, whose voice was it? Voice? In the, yeah, sort of I don't voice know, some voice. terrible American accent voicing. The, <laughs> <laughs> whoever it was, you can't do a bloody American accent. I mean, it, but the jokes, the jokes were just terrible. Listen to it. 
versus the defending champ, Tex Poison Pants McGraw. McGraw is sitting directly on his opponent's face, and I know he's released his trademark three bean breakfast burrito directly into the lungs, and he's out for the count. So we are better than that. We are better than that. I, I reckon you should pitch it to your to your nine year old and see if that's not his favourite sketch in the history of the chase. I mean, to me, no. I now know. Mm how Leonardo da Vinci felt when he finished the Mona Lisa. That is my Mona Lisa. <laughs> I'm with you, Dommy. I think it was a work of art. No, really no. My, my nine-year-old actually has really good taste in jokes because um, he's really getting into my sense of humour, actually. Um, oh, good taste? Yeah. Hello. This morning, this morning um, we, we were going to school and I went, oh, now don't, don't go and play near the trees. And he went, Why? And I said, oh, they look a bit shady to me. Oh, come on. How hey. dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Come on. Drop a dad joke like that. Oh, that's a warning. We know you're a dad, Charles, but that doesn't mean you have to do the jokes that go with it. Yeah. Right? I love dad jokes. I love no, them so much. I don't like them. Um, I don't like dad jokes, and I don't no. want to hear any of them on this program. My, my, my wife hates dad jokes. She's such she, a smart she told woman. Me, she told me she hates dad jokes mm. and that I have no... Uh, she also hates my sense of direction. She says I have no sense of direction. Anyway, so because of those two things, I packed up all my stuff and I write. I mean, sorry, left. I left. Oh, hey, my gosh. Hey. No more dad right. jokes. Well, I, I told let's... you, Charles, I don't want to hear dad jokes on the show. Let's one, prove this. One, triple, three, five, three. No. What's your best dad joke? No, don't ask. Come on. There won't be any good ones. And there <laughs> do not ring, won't do be not, one. Do, do not ring one, triple, three, five, three with a dad joke. There do will not. not be one as good as the Ultimate Farting Championship sketch. I can tell you that right now. Do not call this radio station on one, triple, three, five, three. And give us your best dad joke. That is not the segment we're going to do next, Charles. It's not. If a child is uh, refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting, re- resisting arrest? <laughs> no, disgrace. Terrible. Charles, Andrew, and Dom, and look, uh, Charles has just come out to us as a lover of dad jokes, mm. and he had a few that he wanted to read out. He actually strangled the last one. Charles, can you do the last one again so people can actually appreciate its brilliance? If a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Andrew and I have challenged Sydney to come up with a good dad joke. One, triple, three, five, three. If you think you've got one, we'll go to Daniel in Chatswood. Daniel, what's your dad joke? Oh, g'day. Hey, look, I, I'm an Uber driver, right? And this guy broke the silence. It was about 1.30 in the morning. We were driving past the cemetery. He said... This cemetery is really, really popular, you know. I'm like, oh, oh yeah? He goes, yeah, everyone was dying to get in. Uh, oh, one star. Yes. Get out. I mean, that, <laughs> you said get out. That's great. <laughs> Drop him out in yeah. the cemetery, I hope. And, and <laughs> the funny thing is, it's still better than that farting sketch that we played. Hey, hey. hey. Do you know what? I actually laughed out loud with the LaBeouf joke. Thank oh, you. Really? Thank oh. you. Take a bow. Uh, Daniel, I love you. My favourite <laughs> caller call of 2019. Darren, though, from Rudy Hill is up next. Darren, hello. G'day, guys. What's your dad joke? Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Brittany. Brittany who? Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Hey! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, please don't do it again. Please never do that again. was Brittany Who, because that's what we're all saying now. That's why I stopped. Nice yeah. one, Darren, in the sense that that was terrible. Yeah. Ian from Lane Cove is up next. Ian, dad jokes, what's yours? Yeah, mate. Um, what's E.T. short for? I don't know what. <laughs>
Is there a punchline we're missing, or is that the <laughs> no, point? I, I think I think it's down, say it again, oh. Ian. Yeah, mate. What's ET short for? What? Because he's got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That, actually. That's a good. That's yeah. a good mystery. Yeah. 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 That's actually quite good. It's not funny, but it's very clever. <laughs> Do you want a job writing for Radio Chaser, Ian? <laughs> um, all right, let's go to Dale. Finally, Dale's on the line here. Dale, we're talking dad jokes. What's yours? Uh, my dad joke is, uh, how did the uh, butcher introduce his wife? I don't know. How did the butcher introduce his wife? Meet Patty. Oh. No, oh. no one's going to be listening to this radio show. They're all going to have <laughs> turned <laughs> off by now. I can see the ratings <laughs> dial just plummeting. Uh, <laughs> Probably still do better than Alan Jones, one, um, though. Guys, you know that the unemployment is kind of looking a little bit shaky in mm. Australia. People, you know, it's, far, it's hard to find work in the gig economy, isn't it? And mm. uh, sadly, sadly, one of the victims uh, of this, I hate to say it, is Spider-Man. What? Yeah. Yeah, he seems to have lost his job in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They've decided no more Spider-Man the in last Marvel one was, movies. The last one was so good. Far From Home, I love that. Well, you know, you're only as good as your last job, Dommy, aren't you? But he's, he's, he's lost it, no. And he's, he's only going to be a la- – like, there's some contract complication is my understanding. Mm. And he's, from now on, he's only going to be allowed to be in Sony movies. Ugh. He's not going to be allowed to be in Disney Marvel movies anymore. <laughs> no more Spider-Man. This is the reason there have been 17 different versions of Spider-Man over the last few years because his contract is really complex. He's on, he's on like one of those um, agreements from the Tony Abbott era. So, look, um, un- understandably, Spidey's looking for some better work. Welcome to Tenderling, sir. May I start with your surname? Man. First name? Spider. Spider-Man. Previous place of employment, Mr. Man? Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And what was your role there? Law enforcement, uh, with a particular focus on apprehending green goblins. And why didn't Marvel renew your contract? Oh, they were about to, but I kept telling them my origin story over and over again, and they lost interest. Oh, dear. Do you have any other prospects of employment? Uh, Only in movies made by Sony, so not really. Hmm, that is disappointing for you. What vocational skills do you possess, Mr. Man? Uh, spider-like skills. I'm sorry? Uh, you know, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Uh, cling to surfaces, make webs on demand, eat mosquitoes. Mr. Man, you have no useful skills whatsoever. I'll have to put you down to be a real estate agent. Oh, masks. I, I'm very good at wearing masks like this one. Ah, then I have the perfect job for you. Great. You can appear on The Masked Singer on Channel 10. I'd rather be jobless. Radio Chaser on Sydney's Triple M. Radio Chaser, where it is quiz time. DC Superhero or something I just made up. That's right. This is a new quiz. Um, I'm going to read out three names and our panel has to say whether they're, uh, which one is the DC Superhero. Mm, okay. okay. Okay, so we'll start with you, Andrew. Yes. One, the Footless Avenger. <laughs> Two, the shirtless elbow slinger. Or three, arm fall off boy. I know which so, one's your hero. So, so one of them is a DC One of them is a, is a real DC superhero I'm, I'm going to guess it's the footless Avenger. Incorrect. <laughs> no, it's, it's of what? course, arm it's, fall off boy. It's arm fall <laughs> off boy. Which first appeared in 1989 uh, when he tried out for the Legion of Superheroes, uh, as a, which is a teen team in the DC universe. 
Um, and our full off boy has the ability to take off his arms without coming off to any right, harm. I assume I, uh, what a surprising ability. I never would have guessed that that was his ability. <laughs> if only you I had that ability, That Charles. should have been the test question. <laughs> what do you think his superpower is? And then he uses the arm as like a, a bat or something. To, he uses it as a weapon. Why, why does he have to take it off? Why can't he just keep it on and use the arm as a bat? Don't know. It's surprising DC <laughs> movies don't do well at the box office, isn't it? With gold like that, their sleeves. Okay, we'll uh, we'll go to the next uh, question, Dom. Yeah, Mister Mortal, mm-hmm. Madam Fatal, or Arm Fall Off Boy? No, 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 no. or Death Boy. Death Boy. Oh, no, I think Mister Mortal sounds like a superhero. Incorrect. Ah. Terrible. No, it's Madam Fatal. <laughs> that, that seemed too good for the DC universe. And and Madam Fatal is in fact a man who um, was it was a DC character created in the 1940s when cross dressing was seen as as a really funny thing for a character to do. And it's the wealthy actor Richard Stanton dresses up as an old woman uh, whenever he has to go and fight crime. Well, look, that's still funny on the footy show. Or it would be <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> that's right. Goodness, see Sam Newman in that role. Okay. See, you're learning how rich the DC Universe is, Andrew. Aren't you? This is so deep. It's yeah. so deep. I want to meet more of these um, falling off old women <laughs> in cross dresses. Okay, next one. Uh, is it Super Gunja Man, Cannabis Crusader, or Floronic Man? <laughs> Floron- that's not even a word. I'm going to guess Floronic Man because that's not even a word. That's a yeah. superhero. Yes, it's, uh, that is correct. Uh, the Floronic Man is uh, the DC villain co- connect, co- connected to the plant life of the world. And then he eventually uh, reincarnates as a character made entirely out of marijuana. Oh. <laughs> does he? Yes, and in the DC universe, in, in sort of like the late 1980s. And early how does he get to. Def- I imagine whoever defeats him by smoking the entire man <laughs> yeah, would, would, would enjoy that very much. Well, he always gets defeated because he's a villain. Anyway, and then the last one. Right. Last one. Dom. Yep. <clears throat> Armless Tiger Man, <laughs> Legless Lizard Woman, or the Gillless Fish Girl. <laughs> oh, Gillless Fish Girl sounds like an absolute <laughs> dreamboat. I'm on board with that one. Incorrect. Ah. No, it is honestly true. It's Armless Tiger Man. Oh, come on. Oh, is, he was no. originally known as Gustav Hertz before a tragic factory accident changed his life forever. And he became a, 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 an armless tiger man. <laughs> Certainly did change his life. So is that because they weren't happy enough with, like, arm fall off boy? And they thought, what does this need? What if he's also a tiger? Yes, and, and the thing is, because he's a, a man as well as a tiger, he's a cannibal. He goes around eating people. You know he's what? He's an armless tiger cannibal. Yeah. The I've Marvel, got to get this coming. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has never looked better. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of stories from the news, Andrew and Charles. Are they cat's pyjamas, i.e. good, or cat's piss, i.e. bad? Now, Donald Trump, uh, ever changing his mind, he wants to buy the island of Greenland. He was going to go to Denmark to talk to the PM about it, but the PM said, no, we're not going to sell this island. It belongs to the people of Greenland. So Trump's cancelled the trip. Um, Is that a reasonable reaction, (laughs) do you think? Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss? I think it's cat's... I I, kind of think it's cat's piss. I mean, Greenland... Yeah, it'd be a great investment. You know, he could he could he could Airbnb it. He could he could maybe renovate, maybe add a add a bathroom. I th- I think it would be a good investment for him to have. 
Look, I think this is cat's pajamas. This is this is Donald Trump master negotiator oh. in action. He's he's walked away from the negotiations before they've even begun. Oh, that is amazing. It's driving a hard bargain, yeah. isn't it? Do you think he'll yeah. do that when he visits Australia? Because you know, you know, like there's rumours he might come here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that he'll offer to buy Tasmania. Yes, and, definitely. Uh, you know, it'd be a real shame if he cancelled his trip. Arguably, he could have it for free. Uh, I would think at this point. Uh, right. Okay. Now, a kid, uh, I think, in the UK was banned from using social media. The parents cracked down. No more time online. Mm. And so the kid logged in via the smart fridge and started tweeting. Is that sensible? <laughs> Should we all forget our smartphones and just tweet from our fridges all day? Well, this this is a huge problem in my household because I've it? got a smart fridge and my kids are just on the fridge 24 hours a day. Sometimes I catch them late at night in bed with the fridge, just tapping oh, away. Oh, no. Yeah. You walk in on them and they're, yeah. they're watching, like, dirty videos on the fridge. On the fridge. Ah. Is that, that, that's the thing. <laughs> Be funny if your fridge was your your handheld device. <laughs> like if that was the only thing, if that's what you yeah. had to take on the train. Mm. So, oh yeah, <laughs> be a great selfie, selfie, wouldn't it? Make a call on the fridge. And look, finally, I love this one. Someone was stopped on a highway in a vehicle made out of balsa wood and duct tape driving along. Should that be legal to have balsa wood cars? Is that the future of motoring? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I think it would be safer than my shitbox. Like, like <laughs> I've got a sort of... Your cars. Yeah. Your, I, I would have preferred that your car was made of balsa what? wood than the one you had. Your, your oh. Passat. Remember oh. you had that sort of 40-year-old Passat when we were yeah, at university? Yeah, there was a point where you could see the road if you looked down. Yes, I it, it had holes in the floor. That, that would, I would have preferred a balsa wood, wood car, absolutely. And that was the one where, didn't the starter motor stop working and we had, oh, no, that was Craig's car where we had to just push it. Every time he wanted to start it, we had to because you could only jump start it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only way of starting yeah. it was to was to roll it down a hill. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think cat's pajamas to yes, the balsa wood yes. one. Yeah, we'll like, see really... if they want to sponsor the show. Maybe they'll get on board. <laughs> a Volkswagen balsa wood. They're apparently left out. Alan Jones. All right, that's it for Radio Chase. So don't forget the podcast is up triplem.com.au or wherever you get your podcast. Catch you tomorrow. See ya.